0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 21 of The Doctor and the Dork here. This is Frank speaking with our co hostess Olivia.
1: Hi everyone.
0: So Olivia thought I was going to botch that intro per usual and I nailed it. Nailed it. Per usual. Congrats. Per usual. i <laughs> obviously not per First usual. First try. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, so I think we have a pretty good episode this week. I'd say it's... Pretty normal one. I don't think it's gonna run short or long.
1: (laughs) There's only one way to find out, right?
0: (laughs) 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 All right. So this past week, I would say has been kind of bland, but I don't know if I dig into it. I think we have plenty to talk about. Right.
1: Well, quit. Just why don't we start talking about it?
0: well you know what someone's off this all right, I'll just
1: go down the list. half marathon all
0: right but uh kicking us off we got so olivia and i did a half marathon specifically olivia's first half marathon
1: i did and i didn't die i'm still here coming to you guys live slash <laughs> pre-recorded
0: <laughs> so that made for an interesting saturday um
1: yeah what'd you think yeah, How I, was the half marathon well, for you i
0: should be asking you that right. i was fine i mean my knees well, were should, ready like, to explode been about but... a
1: cripple for the last month and you were way <laughs> worse than this last week
0: um no my knee my left knee and right calf were a little dinged up but mm. other than that that was more my own fault my half marathon
1: yours? was fine. So the thing about me running a half marathon is that I knew I could run six miles, no problemo. I even knew I could run a little bit over six miles with no problemo.
0: Well, you did ten this year.
1: Yeah. So the good thing about that is that I knew I could get myself far enough to the turnaround <laughs> point. And once you get to the turnaround point, you got no choice but to run your way back or at least walk or crawl. <laughs> but either way, you got to get yourself back. So, um. Yeah, I think through mile six it went okay. Then through mile ten it got a little rough, and then those last three miles, man, I was scraping by with everything. I said so I
0: walked like a mile and a half out to come meet up with you, and yeah. bring you in. Yeah, so that was a pretty painful mile and a half back. <laughs> um, all right, so that. Uh, I think I worked twelve. Yeah, I had a twelve-hour work day. Yeah, with a lot less work. I was gonna today. say, was, "quote unquote" work. <laughs> yeah, it was more. I was at work, hardly working. Um, but I was at that for twelve hours, and then we went and did that. But I have to celebrate because uh, I'm done with uh, OT and on call. How many of you guys have ever done this, where you took off all the Fridays, or all the Mondays, or Wednesdays, or whatever, towards the end of the year? No
1: one, because nobody has as many days off as you do, besides um, that other guy at yoga last week.
0: Besides, you know, like every other adult that has a real job out there. Uh, If I
1: get my new job and I've got 30 days of PTO... I'm I don't even know what I'm one of you know I'm never gonna use them I'll use like half of it and, you're then, ridiculous. and feel bad probably about you, it <laughs> you're ridiculous
0: like you just get your work done on time and then you have time off so it's, there's
1: always you know what I work at Robbie T's Pizza you know what he taught me even when there's not work there's work to be done
0: allegedly yeah you know? that sounds like a job for someone else <laughs> <laughs> while I'm on vacation so needless to say I took off every Friday for the rest of the year um, starting this week, that we're coming to. you. Yeah, last week was the last week of on call and overtime that I did, and I can't be more excited. I did it last December, mm. and I tell you what, I felt so relaxed going into the new year.
1: We're all so happy for you. I know. Thank you. You're thank you, Olivia.
0: No you know, there's no need to be jealous and petty, but you know, <laughs> do what you Guys, have to Guys, why don't you <laughs> send
1: an email to a doctor and toronto <laughs> gmail and just say, Frankie, we're so happy for you.
0: <laughs> thank you guys but no seriously i, I want to know i want to hear uh, some responses who else has done something? this and do you guys prefer four-day work weeks over five-day work weeks would you prefer five eights or four tens hmm. i don't know i i would personally do four tens you know what
1: i think i'd prefer one week on one week off
0: that would be nice too but that be some, good for vacationing that almost seems like too much time off
1: yeah you think so you like yeah. you forget everything you just did i could do like before? three
0: weeks on a week off yeah you know kind of thing yeah not even i i could do like five days off a month i can mm. well actually no that that's a lot less actually
1: okay let's move on. anyway
0: Moving on, while we were, uh, Olivia came down and met up with me for lunch while I was working Saturday. I did. And uh, while we were out and about, we commented on seeing one of the ballot boxes. Yeah, I why don't you seen tell them, them? About this?
1: They're like those white things. They say official ballot drop box. There's some near our yoga studio too. And when I see them, wait, are there? Yeah, there's two on the way out That's I why I initially seen them brought at all. this up. So my my thought is like. Could you put a bigger red sign that says, if you would like to tamper with the election, this is the place to do it? I don't get why they can't just put it in the regular blue mailboxes. You're telling me those aren't big enough to hold all the ballots? You know what I mean? So anyways, they are indeed a red flag that this is where you can tamper with well, the election. Well, there was
0: a fine gentleman and uh, I think it was, he was down in Pennsylvania. It was a Philly or something. I remember um, and uh, he decided he was going to torch one of the ballot boxes. <laughs> yeah. So he threw something on fire in the ballot box. But it was just funny because I was talking to Olivia. And I was like, we're sitting here having lunch near one. And I'm over here looking at it. And all I could think was, how hard would it be for someone to just take a lit cigarette or light their ballot yeah. on fire and just toss it right in? yeah i mean i don't know and, and all you know is there's more ballots in there it's not like general mail yeah yeah it's just it's not like general mail i was like it's just ballots in there i i don't know i just feel like that's a big target painted on them and
1: uh yeah at least if it was in the regular mailbox people would be like well i don't want to ruin people's regular mail that they're yeah. sending i feel
0: like people don't actually or care they wouldn't about, even the think about
1: it but you see a huge box that says ballots here you're like oh i'm bored this will get me on the news
0: Okay, wait, 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 you wrote centipedes versus spiders here?
1: Yeah, so in the, in the Frankie <laughs> day, the Casa de Frankie, we've been having a lot of centipedes. Frankie says they're, they're, not, not, centipedes. they're not centipedes. They're not
0: centipedes. They are. No, you, all right, who knows what I'm talking about. They look like centipedes, only they're like these giant gundo, multi-legged freak thingies. What
1: do you call a multi-legged I don't know, they are like
0: look up like a, a gray house centipede, maybe. It,
1: um, That's what it's okay you're right yeah look at this thing
0: that's not it anyway guys what
1: do you think it's called
0: oh it's one of those
1: that's a centipede
0: that's not a centipede. house
1: centipede bug in the bathtub what look click know. on the link i would like everybody to click keep on score the link. that olivia's right once again
0: she's not <laughs> click on the link it has a name and it's not a centipede
1: yeah it, that's the official name for it
0: oh it's a house centipede oh okay Well, needless to say, I have house centipedes, apparently, and they're disgusting, and we keep killing them faster than we can...
1: Yeah, but you know what? The spiders have finally come in as backup, and they're starting to take care of the centipedes. Yeah, we
0: got some uh, medium-sized spiders in the basement that are. You know what else I was interested in
1: last night that I meant to Google? What? Uh, And why don't you give the listeners a guess while I look up the answer. How many spiders do you think live in your house every day?
0: I'm gonna say 150.
1: A hundred and fifty. I would say a hundred
0: and fifty are in your house at any one time.
1: On average, sixty one point eight four spiders can be found per home. That's a lot of spiders.
0: Yeah, but those are tiny spiders. Christ, we got two on the stairwell when you go up.
1: Yeah, I like them there. And I like the ones in the basement.
0: Yeah, but they're like teeny tiny, like even smaller than your pinky nail. It
1: doesn't make them any. It doesn't make it any more wild that you're coexisting with sixty. We've, we've basically got so many pets.
0: There's tons of squirrels and birds
1: and probably 890 centipede (laughs) pets
0: oh my god anywho
1: guys do you guys have centipedes in your house it's getting to be about that season you know in syracuse where i live we get a lot of uh, those stink bugs you ever see them like the black ones yeah we get a lot of them Really? One time I left my air conditioner in the window, and I started to take it out but didn't finish, <laughs> and they all infiltrated on the back of like the air conditioner <laughs> thing, and then they were all over my wall, and it was actually a horrifying experience. I had to call my dad to come take care of the situation.
0: <laughs> what an adult you are. Anyhow. All right, so a few episodes ago, guys, earlier in October, uh, we made a trip up to Salem, and we were commenting how, wow there's just a lot of people up there like we couldn't believe how packed it was well sure shit right after we left salem is now or the mayor has shut down all festivities Mm. and salem is urging people to stay home and not show up but there's people showing up anyway and still wandering about but they're quite disgruntled that there's no festivities to be had
1: Mm. do you think the regular places are still open
0: I imagine the regular places I mean as long as there's a buck to be made they'll stay open. Yeah. But like they won't have like the street fair That's and same. everything that yeah. they normally do. Huh. So kinda disappointing that uh even Salem got shut down. Yeah. Which I I guess is necessary. I guess COVID's been on the upswing. So
1: Yeah, I suppose what's our last <laughs> note? Did I write that? Um oh.
0: it's a shout out to all the listeners.
1: We have surpassed four hundred listens on our twentieth episode.
0: That's right, guys. It's all thanks to you. Um,
1: That means there's 20 of you per... I don't know. There's only...
0: Yeah, that's yeah. 20 times 20, 20 of you.
1: Time. Yeah, 20 I'll, of you. I'll
0: do the math for us. 20 Don't of worry. <laughs> you have been listening
1: per episode. Who are you all? We only have 10 friends and a few family members. There's at least two or three randos that have been in there.
0: Randos. You mean the best fans ever? Yeah. But thank you, friends and family. You guys are the best. This has been loads of fun for us to do, and we just keep on going, I guess. We
1: do. You think
0: we'd run out of things to talk about at this point?
1: You would think. 21
0: weeks in. Jeez.
1: Yeah. Um, Mama Costa sent us some t-shirts this week. Oh, and yeah. And may have inspired some inspiration to get more apparel and Guys. And merch. So if you're looking to support the show, stay tuned. <laughs>
0: if you guys want a Doctor and Dork t-shirt, we're looking into getting some made. And by looking, I mean I'm looking as Olivia looks at me with anger. All right. <laughs> And, uh, (laughs) no, I'm real interested guys in, uh, having some shirts done up and, uh, I just don't want to get them done if nobody wants them. So, uh, friends, family, if you guys are interested, reach out to us. Um, random supporters, we love you guys too. So feel free to reach out and let us know. Yeah. All right, Olivia, take it away with the dork, the doctor segment. Dork segment. Yeah. All right, guys,
1: (laughs) I got, I got a dense spit for us today. So please stay awake this isn't at school. If you're I'm gonna driving, try to keep pull over, take a nap. <laughs> get your notebook out, get your Word document, get ready to type. Hopefully Frankie will ask some questions to to bring you all back Ooh, to life as what? we go. <laughs> the first thing, <laughs> two things I want to talk about. I said I would talk about last episode, so I'm bringing them up. And the first one was the first ever Ebola treatment that was FDA approved.
0: <clears throat> that is actually kind of big stuff. Ebola is like some scary yeah if you thought COVID was bad ebola is like melt your face off
1: so this drug was called in mazeb and is a three drug combo so that's the brand name um and it was based off of a study that included 322 people and it looked at the 28 day mortality rates. did so they have ebola yes that's that's the point oh. so these people all had ebola and it looked at how many died at 28 days so what they found was 34% people in the treatment group died as opposed to 51% in the control group. Wow, well, that sucks.
0: That? They just right? like didn't <laughs> treat the control group.
1: So they did it with a different investigational drug, I believe. Um, I didn't read the whole article. I just read some news article about it. That's some it.
0: shit. But even so, we're like... I'd be real salty if I was in that control group.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sure it was like probably whatever the standard of care was before for that. I
0: guess, but if I look over in the other group, the drug trial group's all surviving and <laughs> 50% flip a coin well, and I'm going to die. You know what,
1: sometimes in clinical trials, I don't know if this was the case for this clinical trial, but a lot of times if they see that pretty early on in the trial, they'll actually like write to the FDA and say, we believe it's unethical to continue with this because our drug's being found to be so much more beneficial, and they'll, then they'll actually transfer everybody early uh, okay. their drug treatment. Anyways, but what I think is notable is that like Still 34% of people are dying.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's a 20%
1: decrease, but wow.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Do you know what Ebola does to you? Yeah, I
1: know, but how sad. (laughs) It
0: liquefies you from the inside out. I mean, your cell walls break down. You just internal hemorrhage.
1: Anyways, so I know nobody probably cares what the side effects are for the reasons that Frankie's just listed off. (laughs) Um, But you're going to have fever, increased heart rate, increased breathing, vomiting, but... You know, not Those were
0: all symptoms of Ebola. That's
1: just what I was going to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's
0: general death.
1: Right, Hard to uh, differentiate that. And I'm just so shocked Frankie didn't ask how it works because that's usually what he asked. But I'll tell you anyways. So essentially the monoclonal antibody (laughs) binds to the cell surface of one of the proteins and it prevents the virus from getting in. So basically viruses are useless on their own. They can't really do anything. They need to get into our cell. Yeah. So if you can prevent them from getting in the cell, they're basically innate. So,
0: but... That's the funny thing. You've already got Ebola, so it's already in you and spreading. So you just prevent it from spreading further, spreading more, yeah. Okay, and
1: hope that your body can do something with the rest of it.
0: You don't, so you only halfway hemorrhage out. Yeah. No, okay. All
1: right. It's- the next thing I'm going to talk <laughs> about briefly, which less people are probably interested in, unless you're a healthcare professional, is the quadruple therapy for a heart failure with reduced ejection fraction.
0: What is quadruple therapy?
1: Oh, I thought you were gonna ask what was heart failure with reduced ejection fraction.
0: I don't know what the well, <laughs> I don't know what the back half of that is.
1: Godruple therapy means four treatments.
0: Okay. So uh, you're on four separate heart drugs? Yeah. Anti heart failure drugs.
1: Essentially, yeah. And so what heart failure is, especially with reduced ejection fraction, is it means your heart's not pumping well enough. So the reduced ejection fraction means that like a limited amount of blood is getting pumped out of your heart every time it pumps. Okay. Um, So these drugs are supposed to help increase the ejection fraction.
0: So I just have something to say on that. Why do I need four drugs? That sounds like four different drugs have done a bad job of doing their job that's
1: a great question so for a lot of years three drugs have been used so there's been like ace arbs and arnie's which are all types of blood pressure medications that i found help they found beta blockers which helps directly on your heart and also your blood pressure and then less so <clears throat> i found this less commonly used in clinical practice though it is recommended is a mineral corticoid such as a plerone. Um, so these are all used because they've all had drug trials that show that it decreases mortality associated with heart failure. So basically... It decreases your risk of dying, so the doctors are kind of like, well, why not? If it's going to help my patient, I'm going to give them everything they can. Okay. And so now they got this new drug, SGLT2 inhibitors, which are any drugs that end with a "flosin." Now, really interesting about these is they are actually diabetic medications. They're not used for hypertension. They're not directly used for cardiovascular medicine, at least not yet. But they're finding that actually it does have some benefit for the heart.
0: That's uh...
1: wicked interesting, huh? I didn't know one noticed those, that before. Those drug makers are lucky. They're about to be making bank. They're about to re- come out with that with a new brand name
0: I feel like this is. It. I feel like they're just rolling out <laughs> drugs that are like a general multivitamin. And they're like, oh, wow, it actually works on all these things. But we made it for this one other thing. Like, so
1: anyways, a new article just came out that basically suggested you start all four of these at once. Is that going to be done in clinical practice? I think that's going to take a long time. But they claim that if you do start all four of these at once, you can increase the lifespan out of a person by six years.
0: I just want to point out again, why do I need four? Can't one drug get their...
1: Well, let's say one drug only gives you an extra year of life.
0: Well, again, why can't they step their game up?
1: Well, they could put it all in one tablet. Would that make you feel
0: better? I guess. But one drug manufacturer is not going to do that. They might. Oh, well, maybe. (laughs) I mean, I'm just pointing out, why do I need four drugs? That seems ridiculous. Why can't we just have one drug?
1: Um... That'd I'm be trying to like think if, of a good example to give you. Yeah, go ahead and ask your question. I mean,
0: this is like, all right, let's go car maintenance. would be like if I need to put four different kinds of oil in your car to make it run right. You know who would mm. do that? No one. No one would drive cars. All right?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> That'd be what ridiculous. It just... It's a lot of extra stuff So no, It's like no you reason. can get the
1: low-grade gas, and that's going to work fine, but you can also get the high-grade gas, and you do that sometimes. I mean, gas is more your fuel,
0: so that'd be like your food.
1: Because it works better. So this is the same thing. You could just use one, but it's not going to work as good as using four. Anywho, we're going to move along, because nobody cares, not even Frankie who's asking all of these questions. The last thing I want to bring up today is, of course, a coronavirus topic. I'm sure many of you saw that remdesivir was officially approved by the FDA. You might be thinking, "Olivia, hasn't this already been used in hospitals?" And the answer is yes, it was originally approved under that emergency use authorization which the vaccine companies are looking to use. But now it's got like full approval, so like not just emergency use, but like any type of use. However, I don't know how this drug got set approval. Um the <coughs> studies it was based off of, one study found that there was no difference in symptoms. Another study found that if you gave it for 5 days it decreased symptoms, but then it didn't it 10 days. Um, The only one that really had any sort of, I don't know, merit was that it found the recovery time decreased it from 15 days down to 10 days. So I don't know, I guess if you're stuck and you really need something and nothing else is working, why not? But I think it was a bold choice by the FDA. That
0: That sounds about as useful as a single one of those heart drugs. (laughs) <laughs> I'd I'd right.
1: argue less helpful. <laughs> significantly less they helpful. They made a drug
0: that was meant to help something and they missed the mark completely.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know. It doesn't seem any good, but Um, In terms of the vaccines, AstraZeneca and Johnson & Johnson are both on go. They decided that the adverse effects were not related to the drug. I don't know how they decided that. You'll have to send them an email and ask. Um, I still haven't seen if Pfizer or Moderna or any of the other companies have submitted an application for approval yet. So really no updates on the vaccine front. Have you seen any updates?
0: Nope. I saw the remdesivir thing because I sent that over to you, but you'd already read it. And then, uh, I mean, yeah, no, I think that's it. I mean, I think according to, uh, the president, he's immune, so I yeah. don't know. Should we just drink his blood? Is I that don't like, know. does that work?
1: I saw that they're actually <laughs> looking at another new drug for, a uh, coronavirus, but I don't remember the name of it. And I know I haven't talked about it. Wait, what to, happened like, to the Russian stuff. one? And you ask me that every week. I don't yeah. live in Russia, so I don't know and don't care. I don't know.
0: Hey, all I'm saying is Russia might have figured it out.
1: Also, um, south korea a bunch of people are dying from their flu shot but oh yeah i haven't really found anything conclusive but i guess i want to say singapore i don't i think it was singapore has decided to voluntarily stop giving two of the vaccines that have been causing the deaths in, oh uh, okay south korea yeah it's yeah, a little worrying that the flu vaccine is yet.
0: dropping people
1: yeah i don't know i'm gonna wait till we have more data before i can start when i feel like coronavirus Don't know. Hi. Here you go. Take us away. (laughs) All right. I sound like a
0: conspiracy (laughs) theorist right now. Anyway, guys. All right. So in the dork world, we have a few different things going on. Um, I suppose I should start with... I'm going to go with my games. So Cyberpunk 2077, which is basically the only reason I'm buying a PS5 at this point. Um, has been delayed to wow. December tenth.
1: Well, now you don't need to rush as much to get one, right? No,
0: I don't. And I'm a bit salty, but at the same time, I'm like, eh, whatever. I can wait mm-hmm. till Black Friday when there's like a sale or something. Sure. Though I doubt it'll be on sale. <laughs> um, but yeah. So Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven has been kicked out for a bit. Oh, excuse me, burping. Um, right. Next. Every
1: I'm pretty sure every podcast he burps right into drandorkatgmail dot com if that's true.
0: What? You're getting way too quick with the plug there. All right. I'm
1: pretty sure i listen to them all yeah. and send <laughs> recordings of that clip.
0: Anyway, um, so I just wanted to go over like the pros and cons to the Xbox and the PS Five, and I've noticed a really interesting tactic that Xbox has, uh, or I should say Microsoft has, really picked up. They're not pushing for consoles. No, size. they're
1: pushing for the games that you can play on the console. Exactly.
0: They they basically took in a a back seat and gone don't buy our console we don't care you can get it on the nintendo switch the playstation the pc you can play on the older xboxes they're like and they're really pushing the game pass right now and the game pass is uh basically their free for all you can play all their games and whatnot Mm. um but they're really not worried about console sales because they're just worried about bringing people into their network and Mm. Like Minecraft, right? You can get that on PlayStation. More of a kid's game. Very fun, though, regardless. Um, and yeah, that is a Microsoft game. They, mm-hmm. they bought out Mojang years ago. And uh, yeah, it's just very interesting how they're going a completely different route. Because PS5 is landslide killing them with console sales. Are they? Um, Yeah, so they produced a lot more consoles than Microsoft did. And sold out all of theirs already pre-sale. So we have to wait and see. They haven't released what's actually going to be available on November 12th when the PS5 releases. But we'll have to wait and see. And then Xbox is just the week after. So, uh, which I believe is November 20th or 19th, something like that. Um, So moving on within uh, the realm of uh, IT starlink i brought this up because it was elon musk coming to the rescue oh of the firefighters my gosh,
1: nobody cares about elon musk uh
0: i do a lot uh, you know guys sign up for the church of elon musk I'm just y- saying. Y- y- <laughs> he's the lord and savior <laughs> um no, no no but seriously guys um so elon musk uh they have moved their starlink satellites above texas now that they the fires have semi receded i guess um, and apparently for a starter fee of $99 a month and a $500 upfront fee, now stop before you say anything. What is this buying
1: me? I don't even know what I'm It's getting. internet.
0: But here's the thing though. It's not providing internet to like inner city areas. It's for those hard to reach places that don't have land cables, that don't have internet at all, which is like big in Texas. You have places that are way out in the boonies, and internet is not a thing. Like you got to drive thirty minutes to get cell signal. Okay. Um, so they're bringing in uh, their satellites. So basically, your first month it'll be five hundred ninety nine dollars, and from that point forward, it it's ninety nine a month, and you'll get anywhere between fifty megs to one hundred fifty megs. But they're not even, like, trying to really sell people on this. They're just saying it's a beta test for them. And they're calling it the better than nothing deal currently. Mm, so <laughs> clever. Because it's literally better than nothing. It's, well, you can have us or you can have uh, nothing. Because mm. there's, there's, there's no other providers. There's no one. I that's get just, it. We so all get do it. You get it? Are you sure? Because yeah. you're looking at me like you don't care here. I, that's still is... <laughs> accurate. Good reading. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Elon Musk has done it again, guys. But Starlink is going to be, uh, in the coming year, is going to be overhauling their infrastructure. He's putting up more satellites. Apparently, he has been on a rampage launching satellites. He's broken some sort of record for amount of satellites launched in a year. So it's kind of crazy. Um, so I imagine Starlink is actually going to be coming quite global soon mm. and not just... I, hey, I won't argue with getting rid of Cox Cable. I'll, I'll buy I Musk Internet. I think
1: Elon Musk, in order for me to really appreciate his works, he's got to make something more that the average person can utilize.
0: I'm sorry, our cars and train tunnels... I guess if you're a and billionaire
1: and you can go out and buy those things. A car. Yeah, those are some expensive cars.
0: His cars are $29,000. Allegedly. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and a train ticket? You can't afford a high-speed train ticket? I don't
1: know. How much either? Like 30 bucks. Yeah, that's
0: probably in the budget. Uh, okay. You can afford one of his, uh, what, a one-penny bricks that we talked about from the boring company? I don't need any bricks. Um, oh, okay. Or how about his uh, internet or round-trip commercial flights to mars right that's literally ridiculous okay Okay. or telepathy via the neurolink no No. nothing no okay (laughs) apparently you're too poor for all that (laughs) (laughs) for sure so um besides that guys the only other thing that i have is this weird device because i have a constant struggle with spicy peppers um, and by what? constant struggle, I mean I hate everything spicy.
1: You said in a previous podcast that you like jalapeno peppers.
0: Yeah, I like the flavor of jalapeno. I don't like the spiciness of jalapeno. Aye, aye, aye. And they're not even spicy. Try a habanero and I would die. All right. All
1: right. All right. I regardless, can't wait to see how this is related.
0: Regardless, anything. there is a pepper device that you can hook into your phone and it'll tell you how hot your peppers are.
1: Once again, why don't we create something that the normal person wants and needs?
0: Um well, when I buy one for myself. that's right.
1: Guys, you know how usually women <laughs> are the ones that order Amazon things and back just come every day for them? Frankie is the woman in regards to that. Yes,
0: I do buy one lots we're of tickets. Tomorrow
1: we'll probably have a pepper tester for the phone outside getting dropped off.
0: Guys, when I get these pepper testers, because I think I might buy two. I got to have one in the work car and at home all right, right, in case yeah. Olivia tries to drug me with some hot peppers. Um. But yeah, no, I just, I, because the reason I bring it up is because they used to be rated by Scovilles or mm. Scovilles or whatever. And that was just a really weird way of rating it because it was very subjective. Mm. So they found in labs, like there's different labs their Scoville ratings would be like up to 50% off. Mm. So like just vastly different. There was a hierarchy like, oh, hey, these peppers are hotter than these ones. Like ghost pepper reigned supreme overall anyway. But there was arguments over So what's over. this
1: thing going to tell you? So this
0: one brings in a, uh, it measures the actual, I forget what capsaicin? it's called. Capsaicin? Yeah, it, it's that thing. Yeah. Um, in the pepper, and it tells you what the level of capsaicin, or whatever it is, um, uh-huh. is in the pepper. Which is a far more accurate reading of how spicy it is.
1: So this is, you're going to plug something into your phone and scan it like you would a breathalyzer. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you buy one? I'd like to see it and give it a review.
0: I already said I'm going to buy one. All right. But... Uh,
1: That reminds me. Do you have more things to talk about? No, I got nothing else. Go ahead. You said but.
0: I said but. That's all I got.
1: Okay. That reminded me of two (laughs) things I would like to discuss that I didn't bring up previously. Number one. There is now a pink pineapple available on the market for over $40. Is it worth the money? Probably not. However, do I want to buy a pink pineapple? Pineapple. It's like pink on the inside. Like you cut it, and it's not yellow. It's pink. Yes, I do want one. I could make some pretty good mixed drinks at the end of sober October if I had this pineapple. Two days to go,
0: guys. Just saying.
1: Number two, shout out in the most negative way to Bushlight for not selling Bushlight apple in the state of Connecticut. <laughs> How am I supposed to review your product if you don't sell it here? That's all.
0: Yeah, they they're only selling it in select counties in like 13 states.
1: Ridiculous.
0: Which is laughable. You want to know why? Cuz they know it's garbage and they're trying to pander it.
1: No, cuz they know it's bomb and they can only make so much.
0: There's only that it's either going to be garbage or it's like the McRib. <laughs> and they're trying to hype it up by making it very limited. That's
1: what I think it is. If you've had a Bush Apple, write in to Dr. And Dork at gmail.com and let me know how it was.
0: <laughs> um, but other than that, guys, I think the last thing we have is congrats for surviving Sober October. You are in the final week. Um, Olivia and I's ends Thursday night after our 10th uh, thing of hot yoga. Yeah. So, we will be getting some Cheeks chicken and waffles. And we
1: will be getting a beer. And I will be having a large coffee Friday morning, regardless of if I'm awake or I'm sleepy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but hey, guys, thank you again for getting us to 400 listens. It means the world to us. And we will see you on episode 22.
1: All right. Later, everyone.
0: Bye. <laughs>